People always ask me, where do you record your podcast at? At the crib, in my bed, on my phone, on Anchor. Anchor is free. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They distribute it to all major platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I make money off my podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Black Girl Experience sent you. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Black Girl Experience. It's your girl, Jasmine Danielle, a.k.a. your favorite hood philosopher. I'm recording this episode on the podcast and on YouTube. Um... I'm going to be diving very, very deep today. So, um, before I even get into the topic or whatever, I just kind of want to explain something to y'all about, like, how divine life is and how divine time it is. So, I knew what I wanted to talk about. I saw I saw this post on social media a couple weeks ago. I was like, dang, that's a good topic. So, yesterday, I'm like, I'm going to talk about it. I really took some in-depth notes about what I wanted to say about it and all of that, and then I... Um, so my you, I'm like, it's going to be deep as fuck. I'm about to get real as fuck with niggas. So then I hop on Twitter and I saw that they said, first of all, y'all know I'm really into astrology. I'm really into numerology and all of that stuff. Like it's way deeper than what y'all niggas think. Um, so I get on Twitter and I saw a post that said, um, Mercury is entering Pisces at 333. So before I even get into that quick little astrology lesson for y'all. So, y'all know, every, everybody knows what their sun sign is. Everybody be, oh, I'm a Gemini, I'm a Leo, I'm a Cancer, I'm this, I'm that, which is fine. But y'all have to understand that your sun sign and the stuff that y'all read about that online as far as your zodiac, be real general. That's why I always say real general, real vague, like, that could be for anybody. Because you're, you're more than just your sun sign. You are... You embody a lot of different signs. So that's why it's very important for you to look into your birth or your natal chart. And your birth or your natal chart is like a blueprint to your personality and kind of to your life. So in order to look this up, you need to know the exact time that you were born, the city, and, you know, obviously the date. So um, just to quickly break it down for you, what your chart teaches about you. So your sun sign, to me, I guess it's kind of like your ego, but it's real general. It's just, I don't know, your your general personality, I guess, is like how you act and why you express yourself that way. You have a moon sign, which is tells you about your emotions and why you react the way that you do and why you feel the way that you do. Your rising sign is like, how you see and meet the world or how people see you so that's also kind of like your ego or that's like what people's first impression of you um now i told y'all that mercury was entering into pisces so mercury is the planet of communication and whatever sign yours is whatever whatever your mercury is in is going to tell you how you think and how you communicate so my mercury is in pisces so i communicate on a really on like I, I communicate with a lot of Pisces energy Pisces energy is super dreamy super intuitive super emotional so like I said I was gonna have this conversation with y'all and it was gonna get super deep um 
your Venus is the planet of love. So that's going to tell you how you express affection, how you love, all of that. Um, Mars is the planet of like passion, anger, aggression. That's going to tell you about your sex life, all of that. You got Jupiter. That's going to tell you like what you're most confident in and how you push yourself, whatever. So all of these things really like break down, you know, um, the ins and outs of your personality. Um, so I really think that people should look into it. Um, so yeah, that's, um, that's, that's what like really made me be like, dang, that's crazy that Mercury is going into Pisces when I plan to have this really deep, diving deep conversation with y'all. So anyway, the topic at hand, I was on the internet. I don't know if I saw this on like Facebook or Instagram or whatever. And I'm looking down because I got notes too. What the fuck is she looking at? So, um, the post said that love languages are, I mean, it said love languages are things, I'm sorry, because I really just scribbled all this shit down. It said that love languages are things we lacked as a child. Oh, our, our current love languages are the things that we lacked as a child, and I can't unhear it. So, I had to think like, damn, what are my love languages? And also, dang, okay, so let me pull this up for y'all. Because that's something that y'all need to know as well. Um, let me give y'all a little brief, brief. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I should have had this pulled up for you guys. The fuck y'all saying that? Okay, okay. So there are five love languages. You have words of affirmation. So, using words to build a person up, um, you know, thank you for taking out the garbage, thank you for cooking dinner, you look amazing, blah, 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 whatever, words of affirmation. You have gifts, so the bitches that like to get bags and shoes and cars and all of that shit, gifts. Acts of service, which is doing something for your spouse that you know they will like. Oh, that's, that could be like cooking a meal, washing dishes, vacuuming the floors, whatever, da 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 um, Quality time. Undivided attention, motherfucker. Spending time with me. Physical touch. Fucking. Like, not holding hands, hugging, kissing, all of that are different expressions of love. So, my love languages, and I've taken the test before. They have, like, tests that you can take online. And, you know, they give you your results and what your love languages are. So, I have two out of the five that are, like, my top. My two love languages are... Words of affirmation and quality time. Mind y'all, I'm looking at my notes because I've done a lot of shit now. So for me, words of affirmation are super important to me in a relationship or with my partner. Like, I want my partner to be expressive. I want you to not only express your love to me physically, but verbally. I want you to tell me that shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I, I'm really big on communication, so I want the person that I'm with to communicate with me. I want us to have an open line of communication. And I just, I like a very expressive person because I feel like I'm very expressive. I feel like I show helly love. I'm very nurturing. Like, I love that lovey wwww type shit. So I want my partner to be the same way as well. Um, I feel like women like to be reassured. We do. We love compliments. Um, I think that the power, the power of the tongue is real. I say that to y'all all the time. And just how, just like how you can down somebody, 
and say something negative to them and it stick. The same can apply if you say something positive to somebody. So if you are speaking out positive affirmations to the person that you love, if you're speaking life into them, that's going to hit just as hard as if you was being negative. Um, I want my man to praise me. I want him to worship the ground that I walk on. I want, to, I mean, worship, I want him to worship the ground that I walk on. You know what I'm saying? I want him to build me up. I want him to brag on me. I want him to be like, I got a queen. I got a beautiful woman. I got an intellectual woman. I got a smart woman. I, you know what I'm saying? I want you to say things like that, not only to other people, but I want you to reiterate that to me. I like that shit. Um... You know, so let niggas know what it is. And I just love when people acknowledge, you know, how great of a person I am. And not to sound all, like, vain, but another thing that I really like is when people acknowledge how great of a mother I am. And I don't need people to tell me that because I know that, but it feels really good when people acknowledge that. And, you know, you get praise for that because mama ain't easy. Being a mother is very hard. And, you know, a lot of days as women, we we get down on ourselves. We, You know what I'm saying? You're like, dang, am I doing this right? What the fuck am I doing? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there is no manual to navigate this shit. So you really just figuring it out as you go. And it, it's so much shit that comes with being a mom. And you, at the end of the day, you have to be a million things to your kids. You got to be a mom. You got to be a teacher. You got to be a chef. You got to be a coach. You got to, you know what I'm saying? So... It's so many things that you have to do on top of the fact that you still got to deal with real life. Um, you know what I'm saying? And still be this this strong individual and, you know, be a great role model for your kids. So it's just a lot that goes with it. And well, I'm sure all of my mothers can vouch for me on this. So, like, just to get that recognition and for somebody to acknowledge that. Like, people tell me that a lot. You know, that I'm a good mom and they so proud of me and they so proud of like how I'm raising my son so that really means a lot to me and I like to hear that so words of affirmation are really important to me um so mind you the post said that your love languages are what you lacked as a child so for words of affirmation um as a child honestly I don't think that my parents showed me love through words of affirmation. That's honestly how I feel. And I'm not mad at them, and I'm not, you know, trying to say that they were bad parents, but I don't feel that they showed me love through words of affirmation. And it's not like, you know, I've never thought that I was ugly. I've always thought that I was fine as fuck. So it's not like, oh my God, my dad or my mom wasn't like, you're beautiful every day. Because I knew that, I know that I am. You know, I, I've always known that I was smart, but there was nobody telling me that every day. You know what I'm saying? Saying you're beautiful, you're smart, you could be whatever you want to be in life. Um, you know, stuff like that. And I feel like that's very, those are very important things to tell your children to build them up. Because the world is out here ready to break them down. And I also saw a post on the internet one day that said, um, you know, a lot of people are their kids' first bully. And that shit is real as fuck. Like... People talk to their kids crazy as fuck. Soon as they wake up in the morning, get your dumb ass up. Like, just talk to their kids crazy. And I'm like, oh my God, you talk to your kids like that? So, you know, people put their kids down. You can't do this. You can't do that. Get the fuck out of my face. Like, people really talk to their kids like that. And then you got to think about people that tell kids, like, they ain't never going to be shit in life and stuff like that. So, just imagine. So, you know, 
nobody ever said anything negative to me, but they also never said anything positive to me. So um, I think that's very important. And I feel like that's why um, I go so hard with words of affirmation for my son. Like, the way that I was raised is very different from how I'm raising my son. Like, I feel like, I'm not saying, well, I am saying. I don't feel like my, my parents were very hands-on with me. I mean, I feel like they did a decent job. I turned out okay, but um, I'm very hands-on with my son. And that's why I go so hard. But I also feel like, um, you know, it depends on what type of, your love language depends on what type of person that you are. And it depends on your personality. It depends on what your parents' love language are. So for me, one of my main love languages is words of affirmation. That might not be my dad's love language. That may not be my mom's love language. You know what I'm saying? That might not be how they express or show love to people. So you have to also take that into consideration. But like I was saying, I go so hard with words of affirmation for my son. I always tell him that he's smart. He is smart as hell. I always tell him that he's smart. I always tell him that he's handsome. I tell him that he's a king. I tell him that he could be whatever he want to be in life. I boost his head up. All of that. So I think that's very important because, like I said, the world is ready to break your kids down. As soon as you get out here, you got bullies, them badass kids. You know what I'm saying? It be, you, you always hear those crazy stories about how, even if it was like celebrities or whatever, be like when I was in school, my teacher used to always tell me I wouldn't go be shit or I wouldn't go out to anything. So you have to speak life into your kids and you have to speak positive affirmations to them. Um, so like I said, I'm constantly telling my kid how smart he is, how handsome he is. You know, he can do whatever he wants to do in life. Um, I encourage him to do the things that he wants to do. Um, I tell him that I love him all the time. I kiss him. I give him hugs. Obviously, you know, girls and dads have that daddy's girl bond. Y'all on that girl dad shit, hashtag girl dad. And y'all know that boys have a different bond with their mom and, mom, and boys be mama, mama's boys. And although I feel like you do have to put a limit to that, sometimes you don't want to like, you know, super spoil your boy or make him become like, you know, you don't want that mama's boy, mama's boy type mentality. But um, as a mother, I feel like it's hard because we're nurturers. Um, we're very emotional creatures. We're in tune with our emotions. We, you know what I'm saying? And we just give love and we nurture. That's, that's just in our nature. So it's hard to not do that. But I do that with my son. Um, I think it's very important that you have conversations with your kids. Now, mind y'all, my son is very fucking smart. Very fucking smart. So I have adult-like conversations with him because of, you know, his level of intellect. And, um, I feel like because of me, not only being a mother, but just on some Pisces shit as well, I'm, I'm a very intuitive person. I'm really in tune with my emotions. I'm a, I'm an emotional person. I don't show that a lot. And, you know, I feel like I express that in all of my relationships. So, um, but also I don't know if it's because of me, but I feel like my son is also very intuitive. I feel like he's also a very emotional person. Um, he wears his emotions on his sleeve and I'm not sure if that's because of me or whatever but that's the way it is and I think that it's very important to um, you know have conversations with your kids about their feelings and why stuff makes them feel a certain way you know like I it's very important to have those type of conversations with your kids um, 
And I feel like... I don't know. I'm not saying that a dad can't, like, give that emotional presence to their kid. But, you know, dads are not really emotional people or whatever. Like, with me growing up, like, people don't understand that I am super emotional. Behind closed doors, I'm super fucking emotional. I'm super sensitive. But people always feel that I have a hard exterior or they feel like, you know, I'm just so hardcore, like I'm a thug. And I even told y'all on the podcast before, like I had a conversation with my dad before, like, why did you never really have conversations with me about like relationships and love and all of that? And he like, well, I don't know. I just always thought you was okay. I just always thought like, why did you think that? You know what I'm saying? But also that's another thing because I was raised by a man, so... A man is not really in tune with his emotions and all of that. And it's that's why it's also very important for children to have or be raised by both parents or have, you know, both of those influences in their life because it affects them later on. It affects them as children and it affects them later on in life as adults. It affects your adult relationships and all of that. Um, and I just think that being present not only physically for your child but emotionally and um all of that i i feel like that's important because you don't ever want your child to feel neglected in any type of way and um for me i think that's just most important because i really want my son to grow up and see like that i always put him first and like i was always emotionally present i was physically present that you know I would try to build him up and instill great things in him and all of that so I think that's very important to me um and family dynamic is really important too like the way most of y'all know that I was mostly raised by my dad the majority of my life so um like I said, that's why it's important to have both parents because I feel like I lacked a lot of things. And with me not um, being raised by my mom and rarely seeing her or talking to her, and once again, not getting that those positive affirmations uh, or those words of affirmation from either parent, like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like you might seek attention from other places or get it from other places or, you know what I'm saying? That's probably why I go so hard with words of affirmation for my son now. Like, my parenting style is very different from how I was raised. So, um, yeah, it just really affects people. Um, my second love language, top love language, is quality time. So, I want to spend time with my significant other. I want to have his undivided attention. I don't want to be on our smartphones all day. I don't want to be you know, whatever. I really want to sit there and enjoy your time. I like having deep, intimate conversations. Um, I want to go out. I want to hang. I want to do fun stuff. Yesterday, I don't know. I was thinking about this. I'm like, not necessarily a date, but something that I would like to do with my nigga would be like, go work out together, go get smoothies, shower, smoke, and have sex. Like, that sounds like a good-ass day to me. So, quality time is super important. Um... As a child, I did not spend a lot of quality time with my parents. So once again, there's that whatever your um, love languages are or what you lacked as a child, I didn't spend a lot of quality time with my parents. So like I said, I was raised by my dad. So 
off rip, I didn't see my mom a lot. I didn't talk to her a lot. No fun in time. Even though I lived with my dad and I saw him every day, he took me to school every day, we didn't spend quality time together. I'm not gonna lie and act like we ain't never do shit together. Like, sure, we went to the movies. We took some trips before. Um, you know, see him at the crib. But quality time is very fucking important. Um, and then you also have to think of like, you know, niggas do got jobs, niggas got nine to fives, kids got to go to school, you come home, you do your homework, whatever. But that's no excuse to not spend quality time with your, with your child. And like I said, I have a completely different parenting style. So even though I have to co-parent and I don't have my kid, um, you know, seven days a week, I have to split that time with his dad. He goes to school, all of that, whatever. You know, he likes to come home, be on his iPad and all that. But a lot of that stuff gets cut. Um, I actually play with my child. I don't know a lot of people that play with their kids. Me and my child play card games. We sit, we play games, we whatever. Um, we sit, like I said, we have very adult-like conversations. Um, I teach him stuff that he doesn't know at school, that they're not going to teach him about himself, about his culture, about, you know, all of that. Um, we watch movies together. We, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes he likes to come home from school and get on the iPad, whatever. After he do his homework, and I'm like, get off of that. Like, I want to talk to you. And I have conversations with him about his dad at school, the people in his class, what's going on, how you feeling, blah, blah. Like, we have to spend time together. We have to engage. We have to interact with each other. This is not just, oh, you know, come home, whatever. Like, quality time is very important. Um... Checking his motherfucking homework, doing his homework with him. When I was a child, nobody ever checked my fucking homework. I don't even think niggas asked if I ever had homework. So, like I said, my parenting style is different. I just do a lot of things differently. Um, you know, I make him watch lectures and videos with me. We watch a lot of Young Pharaoh videos together. We watch Infinite Waters videos together. Like, I want my child to be woke. I want my child to be conscious. So that's the type of time that I'm on right now. And I feel like I already lost a lot of time by, like, just not being knowledgeable about the things that I know now. And, you know, they say, like, the first seven years of a child's life is, like, the most formative years of their life. So I feel like he already, you know, been programmed with the Matrix and all of that. You know, whatever we believe that life is as soon as we're born. But I feel better about the fact that I'm able to make those changes now and, you know, um, teach him about all of the knowledge and the information that I'm coming into right now at almost 30 years old so that he don't have to wait until he's 30 and, you know, understand what life really is about his childhood, emotional trauma, you know, everything that happened with his parents. And, like, it's so much stuff that we got to teach our kids. There's so many things we have to do to break generational curses. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, just change our reality and change change our life so i'm glad that i'm doing that sooner than later um what else so quality time is something that's very important for children like money clothes toys all of that 
material shit does not mean nothing to kids. Kids don't even give a fuck about that. People be trying to buy that kids Gucci this, Balenciaga that, Montclair this. Them kids don't give a fuck. Them kids want them light up shoes. They want to go outside and play and get dirty and not have to worry about getting their clothes dirty. Like, people be worried about the wrong shit. Um, And being there is what's most important as a parent for a child. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all that, that matters to kids. If your kids are involved in extracurricular activities, they want you to be there to support them. They want you to be at their games or at their spelling bee competitions or whatever. Like, quality time and your parents showing up and being there is what matters the most. Your kids want you picking them up from school. Your kids, you know what I'm saying? They want you taking them to the parties. They want you doing, you know what I'm saying? They want to be with their parents. They don't care about that other shit. Um... They want your love and support. Like, have you ever been to a graduation and somebody walk across the stage and it's like nobody clapping for them or their family not there? So it's like a few people in the audience that do clap for them. That shit is sad as fuck. I'm sure that shit is very hurtful to be um, having a, a very great moment or experiencing a great moment like that, graduating from whatever it is, high school, college, whatever, and your family is not there to support you and show love and be there at an important time like that. That shit is hurtful. And the same goes for any anybody else. Just whatever, as a child, if your parent is not there, that shit really affects you. Um, what else? And even like, even though this is a fictional movie, but even like on Love and Basketball, when Monica was having that argument with her mom and she was like, I must have played in a thousand games and I can only remember you being that too. Her mom like, you know, it ain't make no difference to you if I was at them games. She's like, yes, it did. Why would, you know what I'm saying? I want my parents to be there. I want my parents to support me. I want them to believe in me. I want them to believe in my dreams. And a lot of people's parents shut that shit down. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or they be going off their own insecurities or what they failed at in life or their dreams or whatever. And they push that onto their kids. You got to speak life into the people around you, whether it be in relationships, your children, whatever. You got to speak life into yourself. So that's super important. That's why healing is so important because when you're not healed, you bleed on everybody else. Your your wound, your cut, all of that, it affects everybody else. Um, So yeah, that shit is sad as fuck. Quality time is very important for kids. Um, So quality time for me. Like I said, I don't really feel like I had quality time with my parents. Uh, when I was in middle school, I ran track. Um, and I joined the track. This was in eighth grade. I joined the track team because of my boyfriend. I talked about this a lot on the podcast before. Like, when I was in eighth grade, I had a very adult-like relationship. Like, I lost my virginity to my boyfriend in eighth grade. He was super experienced. You know what I'm saying? He was a real popular boy, whatever. Um, I ain't gonna lie, I did a lot of shit in eighth grade. I was smoking weed in eighth grade. I was just, you know, I was hanging around people that was just on some other shit. And I feel like because there was that window of neglect. And it's not like, oh, I had bad parents. But it's like, you really gotta be on your kid's ass. You gotta be in your kid's life. You gotta spend quality time. You gotta talk to your kids. You gotta know what the fuck is going on. So, with my parents not being, you know, aware, I was doing a lot of bullshit. So, like I said, I ran track, but I had only joined the team because of my boyfriend. Track was not for me. 
I tried to do the sprint. I tried to do the marathon. Bitch, track was not for me. But I was doing it because, like, my boyfriend was on the team. We always wanted to be together. We wanted to see each other. But even still, I'm on the motherfucking track team. Nobody ever came to a track meet. Ever. I don't ever recall my parents coming to one track meet. When I was in high school, I was on a cheer team. I don't ever remember my parents coming to a game to see me cheer. And I didn't even really give a fuck about cheering. I just did that because it was something to do. But once again, like, your parents not showing up for you. So my love languages now are words of affirmation and quality time. So not only do I want those things in a relationship and those things are important to me, I go hard as fuck with those things with my child. I don't ever want my child to feel like there was a window of neglect. I wasn't there for him. I wasn't present physically. I didn't spend time with him. I wasn't there emotionally, uh, mentally, spiritually. You know what I'm saying? So I want to be those things for my child. On top of the fact that, you know, for me, it was very hurtful growing up to... Um, I mean, it was cool. I didn't have a problem. Like, I love my dad to death. I'm, I'm a daddy's girl. We have a great relationship. He is like my best friend. But you got to understand how it really affected me to not have a relationship with my mom like that. You know what I'm saying? You don't really... I mean, there are people out there like that. But you don't really come across too many girls that be like, you know, I don't live with my mom. I don't really have a relationship with my mom like that. Like, so... All throughout my life, and even before I had my son, I'm like, my relationship with my son is going to be different. You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like our relationship is very similar to how me and my dad's is, like, very close and all of that. And we have a great bond, and I feel like we're going to be best friends. But, um, yeah, I just always knew, like, my relationship with my son as a mother is going to be different from how my relationship with my mom was. And it's no hard feelings. I love both of my parents. But, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, my, my parenting style is different. And the way that my child is going to grow up is going to be different. But it's also still going to be, you know, a different dynamic. And he's still going to be affected by the co-parenting relationship and the circumstances of me and his father's relationship. Which is, you know, inevitable. But I try to do my part. So, um, what else? So, yeah, so my parents not being attentive and not giving me certain attention, you know, I feel like maybe that's why I was in a relationship that was moving way too fucking fast. Um, and you know what I'm saying? Just getting that attention elsewhere and, you know, whatever. Spending that quality time with somebody and, you know, whatever, doing whatever fuck kids do. Um But like I said, I didn't have a bad childhood. I took trips. I went to concerts. My dad took me to the fucking Up and Smoke concert. I used to go to all the Millennium Tours and all of that shit. Um, so, you know, I didn't have a bad childhood, but it's just definitely things that you have to recognize as a parent. Also, speaking of emotionally absent parents, um, I had saw a post on Twitter. And like I said, I saw a post before that said, don't be your child's first bully, understanding the power of the tongue, whatever. So let me kind of read some of this thread to you. Um, This was on Twitter. It says, black parents, let's be honest, all the way honest, putting a roof over your child's head, clothes on their backs, and food in their stomachs are the bare minimum. 
it irks me seeing parents, specifically black parents, using this as a comeback when their children aren't unhappy. So a child could be like, I'm unhappy with the way that you're what you're treating me, with the way that you're treating me or the way that you're talking to me. Black parents, you got clothes on your back, you got food on your mouth, blah, 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 the lights is on. And it's like, do y'all not see the problem with this? This type of behavior is very manipulative, emotionally underdeveloped and insensitive. Um, blah, blah, blah. Mm. blah, blah, blah. Okay, but basically, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And like I said earlier, like, people talk to their kids crazy as fuck. Um... And just are not there emotionally for their kids. And you really got to understand how that affects them. And like I said, people be out here breaking their kids down before they even send them off into the world. Before they even send them off to school. So, you already know what the world going to do. You know what the streets going to do to your kids. So, you have to build your children up with love. You got to build them up with positive affirmations. You have to build them up with words of affirmations. You have to spend quality time with your kids. Because if not world is going to get to them um so for me once again y'all know my parenting style is different i'm trying to be a different parent than what my parents was with me and i just hope that as my son continues to get older i just hope that he understands how much i love him um i hope he understands and recognizes the things that i have instilled in him as a young boy and you know what I'm saying and hopefully he starts to understand it more as he grows into a young man um I don't ever want him to feel neglected I don't want him to feel like his mom was emotionally absent physically absent um you know what I'm saying I want him to feel like I was always present I was always there emotionally mentally spiritually physically um and hope you know and obviously my child's love languages are probably going to be different from mine but I hope that he doesn't feel that I didn't express love to him in the way that he wanted it to be expressed to him. You know what I'm saying? So that that's just what's important to me. So hopefully this dive deep for y'all because it definitely did for me. And like that post said, like your love languages are what you lack as a child and I can't unhear it and I can't unsee it. And when I really sat and thought about it, like, wow. My love languages are things that I feel like I didn't experience from my parents as a child. So, you know, on top of the fact that people just go through a lot. you And then think about that. Think about people that get sexually abused by their parents or they get beat on by their parents. You know what I'm saying? So people really be out here fucked up. And I didn't even have a fucked up upbringing, but... You know, it was it was a weird dynamic. It was a different dynamic. My parents divorced when I was nine. Um, and I just, I was exposed to a lot. I saw a lot. And it just, it makes sense. Why I am the way that I am. As an adult. In my relationships. All of that. But ultimately, I feel like it made me become a better person. It makes me want to be a better parent every day. And, you know, I want I want the best for my son. And I want him to be loved. I want him to feel loved and all of that. So, make sure that y'all really... If y'all don't know what y'all love languages are, think about what they are. 
take some time to reflect on um, what your love languages are. And if you feel like you didn't receive that type of love or you didn't receive love the way that or you don't feel like love was expressed to you the way that you wanted it to be or it should have been when you was a child. Look at how you express love to your children or if you don't have children, be mindful of this so that when you do have children, you can go about it in a way where it's like, I'm giving my kids all the love that they need in the way that they want it. Um, and I guess one other thing would be like, some people don't know how to not only give love, but some people don't know how to receive love. You know what I'm saying? And it, it all stems from how you was raised and what you were given. If you were never given love, how are you going to know how to give it? So, it's a lot of stuff to think about. I feel like I died really deep for y'all. Really gave y'all a deep insight into my life and my upbringing and all of that. But, it was real shit. So, I hope that y'all enjoyed this episode. Um, I also started a blog. And I started another Instagram account called Detroit Black Girl. So make sure y'all follow that. And the link is in the bio for the blog. I posted a blog the other day about Black History Month. Um, make sure that y'all subscribe to the podcast. Rate it five stars. Leave a review on why y'all love the Black Girl Experience. Make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Like the videos, comment. Hit the notification bell so that you never miss a motherfucking upload. Follow me on the ground at Podcast Bay on Podcast Bay One on Twitter. Um, that's all I got for y'all. I'm out.